This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. We have the latest sales numbers for the American market last month. The SAR, or Seasonally Adjusted Annual Rate, came in at $16.7 million, just down a bit from $16.8 million a year ago. Automakers sold 1.6 million new vehicles, but that was down 5% on a daily selling rate basis. Some companies had a great month. Tesla reported blowout sales, up 70% from a year ago. But it is typical to see Tesla save its sales numbers to report big gains at the end of every quarter. Volkswagen also had a great month, as adding SUVs to its lineup are finally paying off. Toyota, Mazda, and Volvo all had a December to remember. But for some automakers, the month was a disaster. Mitsubishi saw its sales plummet 50%. Jaguar Land Rover also saw a double-digit drop, as did Nissan and Ford. In fact, SCA actually outsold Ford for the month. But Ford had warned us that sales would be down since it lost a lot of production due to the conversion to the new F-150. Honda also had double-digit drop. For all of 2020, automakers sold 14.4 million new vehicles, down by 2.5 million vehicles compared to 2019. That's a huge drop. And they're hoping that as the pandemic hopefully starts to come under control, that 2021 will be a bigger year. And one more quick sales item. The Chevrolet Silverado finally took back the number two spot from the Ram pickup line. Not by a huge amount, but for Chevrolet, that's a major victory. And speaking of Chevrolet, it gave a business update to the media this morning. And four key points here. Chevrolet was the fastest growing full-line brand last year. It increased its average selling price by 6%. Its dealers set an all-time record for profitability and it achieved its highest percent of sales from buyers outside of General Motors. Even the C8 Corvette played a role in that last one. Two-thirds of VET buyers were new to the Chevrolet brand. The number of Gen Xers buying VETs doubled, and the most cross-shot model was the Porsche 911. On Wall Street yesterday, the hottest stocks included a couple of startups, but some traditional suppliers as well. Canoe, which is getting into mobility services with its autonomous electric people and package movers, was up nearly 13%. Carvana, which retails used cars, rose more than 8%. Cooper Standard, a traditional supplier that's been going through gut-wrenching financial problems, may be turning things around. It was up over 7%. Blink Charging, a startup, was up 8%. And Dana, another traditional supplier, was up 6%. We're not surprised to see big gains from startups, but it's impressive to see traditional suppliers posting these kinds of gains. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The world is changing at an ever-increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. 
And that's exactly what Borg Warner has been doing since the earliest days of the automotive industry. In a wild event, which included plenty of fireworks and a lighting display from a fleet of drones, Kia revealed its new corporate logo. It features more symmetrical lettering that's connected together as one. Gone is the red oval with blocky letters, and so is the concern for ever mistaking for a Kia with a Ford again. And did you know that Kia actually had a partnership with Ford that started in the late 80s? Kia produced several Mazda-designed vehicles, including a version of the Ford Festiva called the Kia Pride. Kia didn't come out with its oval logo until the early 90s, so we wonder if it was influenced by Ford's logo. And the similarity in logos is one of the main reasons why you see a decent number of people in North America switch over to the Korean Kia logo, which still uses the oval, but features a much more stylized K. No word if or when we'll see this new logo make its way onto a vehicle. Ford continues to take advantage of over-the-air updates. Fleet owners in Europe can now activate guard mode, which monitors the vehicle and can send alerts to a phone. By looking at various sensors inside the vehicle, the system is able to detect when someone opens any of the doors or hood and also if the vehicle is started. It's even able to send alerts if the vehicle was opened and or started with the key in the case that might have been stolen or cloned. According to insurance data, theft cost UK tradespeople nearly 300 million euro last year. Mazda's crossover lineup will be expanding in North America. The automaker confirmed that it will be bringing the CX-30 to the region, including the full electric and rotary range extended versions. There will also be a hybrid version that uses Toyota's tech and gets built at the automaker's new joint factory in Alabama. The only question is, when? We would expect to see the EV before the end of this year and the rotary sometime in 2022. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. Car thefts are on the rise in the U.S., but it's not due to criminals looking for vehicles they can bring to the chop shop. Instead, the New York Times reports it's mostly due to careless owners who are leaving their key fobs in their cars. When key fobs were introduced in the late 90s, it helped to dramatically reduce the number of stolen vehicles, from a high of 1.7 million in 1991 down to 723,000 in 2019. However, thefts in the last six months are up 13%, partly due to the pandemic. Cities with stricter lockdowns have seen thefts rise. The good news is, The stolen cars aren't being stripped for parts and are mostly being taken by teenagers looking for a joyride. The vehicles are usually abandoned and undamaged, and police say they're able to return most to owners. Last year, GM and Honda announced they will jointly develop two all-new electric vehicles for Honda based on GM's EV architecture, and that will be built at GM's plants in North America. Now we're learning a bit more about the deal. Automotive News reports that the vehicles will be crossovers, and one will be for Honda, while the other will be for Acura. One will be built at GM's plant in Ramos Arizpe, Mexico, which builds the Chevy Blazer and Equinox, while the other model 
will be built at GM's Spring Hill, Tennessee plant, the same place as the Cadillac Lyric. The Honda EV is expected to go on sale in 2023, while the Acura will hit the market the following year. And speaking of electric vehicles, a new study found that a vast majority of EV owners won't go back to gas-powered vehicles. ZapMap conducted a survey of 2,000 EV owners in the UK, and 91% said they're sticking with battery-powered vehicles, while only 1% said they want to switch back to gas or diesel-powered ones. About three-quarters of respondents were first-time EV owners. While most consumers are a bit leery about making the switch to an EV, this survey shows that once you get them behind the wheel of one, they don't want to go back. Are autonomous cars right around the corner, or like fuel cells, are they something that are years away? That's one of the topics we'll tackle on Autoline After Hours. We'll have Jeff Stout from Yang Feng and Pete Bigelow from Automotive News joining John and Gary, and we invite you to join them on our website or YouTube channel. But that's it for today. Thank you for watching.